Well, well, well. Welcome to your favorite Thursday podcast. I'm Nick Mitchell. And I'm Scott Tedford Barnes. And you are listening to Legends of Sportsball, an educational celebration of useless jock knowledge. Thank you for joining us. We have a very special episode today, don't we, Scotty? Super special, man. <laughs> it's 420, baby. It's 420. <laughs> Today's Thursday, April 20th, 2023. Uh, we'll get our scoreboard stumper. We've got our flex seal. We've got three notable jabronis. We'll Gentleman. get into our Hall of Fame inductee. Rashid Wallace. We'll get our scoreboard stumper answer. We'll go to church. We've got two shampoos, and we'll send you on your merry little way. Uh, So without further ado, hit me with that scoreboard stumper, Scotty. All right. So with the Tampa Bay Rays with a hot start, I wanted to know, what is the best record at the end of April for any major league team? What, what mark is that? Is it 22 and 3, 21 and 4, or 20 and 5? Let's go 22 and 3. Okay. Because baseball just has a long, rich history. It's fucking crazy. So there's always crazy stuff. I'm going to go with the, the most extreme there. <laughs> uh, we'll get that scoreboard stumper answer after our inductee. Moving on to Flex Seal of the Week. Hi, Phil Swift here for Flex Tape, the super strong waterproof tape. That can instantly patch, bond, seal, and repair. Each week, we recognize a franchise transaction that in no way fills the needs of the organization. This week's Flex Seal of the Week is... Wide receiver Odell Beckham Jr. to the Baltimore Ravens. Really a half-baked decision. (laughs) They must have been stoned when they came up with this one. $15 million this year he'll make, uh, making him the highest paid wide receiver in Ravens history. (laughs) Higher than Derek Mason? (laughs) (laughs) I guess it broke Bolden's record. Oh, Bolden's record. Oh, Quan. Um, Beckham, who hasn't played a game in 14 months as he recovers from a second surgery on the ACL in his left knee, will make more money in 2023 than Mike Evans, DK Metcalf, and A.J. Brown. Wow. Wow. And they don't even know he's going to throw to him. Lamar Jackson demanded a trade back in March, early March. And, I mean, he's franchise tagged, but... I mean, he was signed last year and sat out the playoffs basically due to an injury, which I'm not buying. I don't think anyone's buying that. But uh, yeah, like I don't even know who's going to throw to him. Who was that? Uh, Tyler Hundley, or was that? Yeah, Tyler Hundley played all right too. Almost beat yeah, the Bengals he, there. Yeah, he was he was pretty good. I mean, like, but you don't you you go get a top flight receiver who hasn't played in 14 months, and then you have a running back throwing him the ball. I don't know who's coming off ACL surgery on the same knee twice. Yeah. And was you know his production was already on decline before that second surgery. Yeah, even when he was with the Rams, I mean, won a world, like a, a Super Bowl. It's just still like okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean the Super Bowl he like was probably his best game. Um, you know whatever, but uh, yeah, Odell Beckham Jr. truly a flex seal. Truly a flex seal. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on to notable jabronis. Uh, first up. Um, we're, we're going all the way to the Chinese basketball. The, the CBA. The not, association, the <laughs> yeah. Shanghai Sharks and the what? The Shanghai Sharks and the Jiangsu Dragons. 
are disqualified but from the postseason. They've been disqualified from the postseason for unsportsmanlike conduct. And it's not the kind of unsportsmanlike conduct that we do in our country <laughs> where we do like malice in the palace type shit. Um, it was a lack of competitive effort. Um, then there was like, they showed negative competition each, against each other for max. Fi- they, were, they were fixing the match easily. It was awful. Um, each team has been fined the equivalent of $5 million, and both of their general managers and head coaches have been suspended from the league for up to five years. Wow. They think, they think they're think they involved even. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, if you're, like, match-fixing, like, well, duh, fuck you. But Yao Ming is the head of the CBA. I just want you all to know that real quick. <laughs> um, he said that he was quite saddened. Oh. Um, but he stressed that, he stressed that the uh, penalties were strict because of – this happening for the first time. He wants to protect the league's credibility. All right. Jeez. We jabronized a group in true Scotty fashion. In true Scotty fashion. Two teams. Two teams, in fact. (laughs) All right, let's move on to our next notable jabroni, Russell Wilson. Ooh, let's ride. This guy cannot get a break from our show. Uh, He flipped his golf cart the other day. I would feel bad, but he's not hurt at all. (laughs) And... Apparently, he just, like, drove it into a, some kind of rough that he didn't see and just, like, it flipped it on its side. Yeah. He, he was looking for his ball, I guess, while driving his cart instead of, you know, getting out. <laughs> <laughs> it just straight up drove it into a, a dune, man. <laughs> it did not stay upright. The photos are pretty funny if you look online. I love – I texted Scotty and told him about this, about him flipping his golf cart that he was driving, and he goes, let's ride. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, classic. Uh, he probably said that, right? But he was like, let's ride. <laughs> hey, should we go get the ball? Let's ride. Yeah. <laughs> I shanked it. Let's ride. <laughs> All right. Russell Wilson, I'd like to say that we are done with you, but. We'll God, see you. We'll, we'll see you, man. <laughs> see you when I see you, man. Shit. <laughs> All right. Last and certainly not least, Draymond Green of the Golden State Warriors. Uh, he's suspended from the NBA playoffs uh, for stomping on a player. Oh, my God. God, you got to see this video. It's brutal and horrible. And I've, I've defended this man multiple times for his, like, you know, physical style of play. I like the, I like the way he plays. But, I mean, he definitely crossed the line here. That's like some Indomitacu bullshit. Yeah, I mean, it's like one thing, like, you know, the stuff he used to do, like, to try to get in the head of the opponents. Yeah. But it's, it's some, like, thing. Dennis Rodman type. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it's another thing to be like stomping a dude like he's in the corner turnbuckle in WWE, just yeah. like you know, and you're just stomping someone Stomp in the corner. On his chest. I mean, you could really hurt somebody when you're as big and strong as that dude is. He's just defenseless on the ground. The, the Kings don't make the playoffs very often, and for you to stomp on Sabonis's chest is like, come on, man. But he said after the game, he said, "My leg got grabbed second time in two nights." I had to land my foot somewhere and I'm not the most flexible person. So it's not going to stretch that far. And it's like, that's a shit excuse, man. I do. I agree. I mean, it's taking it to, even if it was true, you're taking it too far. And in the defense of whoever's grabbing your foot, it's probably because they're on the ground and you're afraid you're about to stomp on them. So they're holding your foot to try to prevent you from doing so. Yeah. And then you double down and do it even harder. I mean, it's also another thing if I feel like he's, actually genuinely trying to put his foot down somewhere. But if you watch the video, he is looking down at him. Like mm-hmm. like Scotty said, like a WWE thing where he's just it looks very um intentional. Yeah, it's pretty violent. <laughs> yeah. What a jabroni. Jabroni. This is a good time to mention. Don't forget, November is Jabroni History Month. 
So mark your calendars, people. Yeah, get ready. Moving on to our Hall of Fame inductee. Very appropriate 420 Hall of Fame inductee, Rashid Wallace. Rashid Abdul Wallace was born September 17, 1974, in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Rashid was the youngest of three brothers raised by his single mother in the neighborhood of Germantown, and he would launch his basketball career at Simon Gratz High School. Wallace would grow to be 6'11", but he also played baseball, ran in track, and participated in the high jump. Rashid averaged 16 points, 15 rebounds, and 7 blocks per game, despite playing just 19 minutes. <laughs> wow. <laughs> he was a two-time Parade All-American and was named USA Today's High School Player of the Year. Wallace, Randy Livingston, and Jerry Stackhouse were considered to be the top three prospects of the 1993 class. Yeah, that was wild. Him and, <laughs> two, him and Stackhouse at UNC, that was pretty wild. Stack. Speaking of which, Wallace and Stackhouse were recruited by legendary coach Dean Smith to play for the University of North Carolina. Rashid did well in the spotlight that comes along with playing for the Tar Heels, earning second-team All-American honors in his sophomore season. Stack and Sheed led Carolina to the 1995 Final Four, but they were eliminated by Corliss Williamson and the Arizona Razorbacks. After the season, Rashid left UNC to enter the 95 NBA draft and was taken with the fourth overall pick by the Washington Bullets. Bring them back. Wallace played in 65 games in his rookie season with 51 starts in replacement of an injured Chris Webber. Sheed scored 655 points in 1788 minutes of play, averaging 10.1 points, 4.7 rebounds, and 3.4 assists per game. Mm. It was named to the all-rookie team. That's pretty good. Yeah. Backup center slash power forward. Yeah. After the season, Sheed and Mitchell Butler were packaged off to the Portland Trail Blazers in exchange for Rod Strickland and Harvey Grant. As a Blazer, Wallace was ranked third in the league in field goal percentage before his season was cut short due to a broken thumb. At the start of the 98-99 season, Rashid signed a long-term deal Rashid signed a long-term deal with the Blazers and began to reach out into the community with the Rashid Wallace Foundation. Unfortunately, his multiple displays of questionable actions on and off the court overshadowed his game. Sheed set a record with 38 technical fouls in 1998 <laughs> and then broke his record with 40 in, 19, in 1999. <laughs> in November of 2002, Rashid and teammate Damon Stoudemire were arrested inside for weed possession, which snowballed into four blazers being get, getting busted for weed in a 12-month span. <laughs> they were blazers, all right. Yeah, they were blazing. They were blazing. <laughs> wow. The combination of Stoudemire, Wallace, Bonsai Wells, and Zach Randolph had a litany of off-court antics and legal troubles and were often referred to as the Portland Jailblazers. Yeah. <laughs> Rashid was an all-star in 2000 and 2001, but again, headlines dominated what happened between the lines. In 2003, Rashid served a seven-game suspension for threatening then-referee and yet-to-be-proven game-fixer Tim Donaghy on an arena-loading dock. In February of 2004, Rashid was traded to the Atlanta Hawks, had a cup of coffee, played one game, and was traded to the Detroit Pistons. The Pistons were already loaded. With Chauncey Bullops, Rip Hamilton, and Ben Wallace, they cruised to the playoffs. Detroit reached the NBA Finals to face the favored Lakers and shocked the world, winning the title in five games. Sheed paid for replica WWE championship pelts to be made for each of his teammates. 
and presented them as gifts before the 0405 season. The belts did not come in handy during a fight as the Pistons and Pacers as the Pistons and Pacers 0405 seasons were marred by the malice in the palace in which players and fans alike fought each other. Yeah. That's a great little documentary. Yeah. Sheed and the Pistons returned to defend their championship in the finals, but would fall to Big Shot Rob and the San Antonio Spurs. People blamed Sheed for not guarding Big Shot Rob on like some of the threes he nailed in that series. It's like, well, how are you supposed to guard a six a six foot eleven power forward who can also just bomb threes like Robert Ory? Yeah, especially <laughs> when they have such dominant big players that you probably want Rasheed Wallace on Tim D- fucking Duncan, right? <laughs> like, I don't know, maybe there's this other distraction on their team that is a Hall of Fame legend. Yeah. yeah all right. Anyway. All right. I digress. I, I, I digress. <sighs> Wallace would earn all-star honors in 2006 and 2008, but the Pistons would lose in the Eastern Conference Finals every year from 2006 to 2009. The Boston Celtics decided to sign Wallace to a three-year contract after the 09 season, and the Celtics would make it to the finals, but the Black Mama got his revenge, and the Lakers would take the title. Rashid decided to retire in August of 2010, following a buyout of his contract. But two years later, he came out of retirement to play for the New York Knicks. In a classic Rashid-related scene that took place against the Phoenix Suns, Sheed was given a technical for a floor foul. And when the Suns player missed his free throw, Sheed yelled, ball don't lie, which got him another technical foul, and he was ejected. (laughs) Rashid officially retired from following the season, finishing his career with 16,006 points, 7,404 rebounds, 1,460 blocks, and the record for most technicals in a season with 44. (laughs) Rashid continued his work off the court, helping raise awareness about the Flint water crisis by writing a letter in the Players' Tribune and even delivering water door-to-door. Wow. Rashid Wallace always played with his heart and his thoughts on full display, talking trash and backing it up, and backing it up while rarely missing the playoffs. And for that, you are... 420 legend. Truly a 420 legend. The Blazers. The Blazers. The, tr- the jail Blazers. <laughs> I don't like that. But uh, I like the Blazers. Uh, it, yeah. It, 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 it oh, incarcer- incarcerating black people for weed? That's I know, really cool. I know. It's just like, oh, wow. <laughs> what, what a novel idea. Um, so the whole ball don't lie thing actually came from George Carl. Um, it's kind of like Nick and I were talking about before the show. It's kind of like a, um, a, like karma. It's like if a team gets a bullshit foul and the other team gets to shoot free throws for it and the guys miss, then that's like karma. Ball don't lie. Yeah, it's like like the ball has its own form of karma. Like the ball don't lie. Yeah, You weren't really fouled. That's why you're not getting points off these free throws. Yeah. I like that. It's really good. The the shortest time Rashid ever spent on a floor was a one minute and 25 seconds. He got ejected within a minute and 25 seconds of floor time. Wow. Like you check into a game and you got 125 on the floor. Greg Popovich has the 63 second ejection. He that, has the record. Yeah. Wasn't it? Was he arguing about something from like the tip off or something? It, like it was after how Marcus Aldridge was getting guarded. He was like pissed as fuck and they just ejected him after 63 seconds. Yeah, I bet they won that game too. Yeah, I bet. Pop knows what he's doing. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Rasheed Wallace, truly a legend. All right, hit me, baby, one more time with that scoreboard stumper, Scotty. Let me hit that. All right. What is the record 
for the major league record for the best record at the end of April. Is it 22 and 3, 21 and 4, or 20 and 5? The most extreme one. The first it's gotta be it's gonna go most extreme. It is 22 and 3. Wow. It's 22 and 3. So actually, there's a tie for 22 and 3. Of course. So the 1907 Dodgers, sorry, the 1907 Giants and the 55 Dodgers both did it. They both went 22 and 3 in April. But the 1907 Dod- Giants, why do I keep doing this? Because they're the same team. They, they both played in New York, whatever. Who, who cares? All right. The, the, the 07 Giants um, went 24 and 3. Like they won two more games before they lost the number into one. May. Yeah, into May. So the so the record for best start of all time is the nineteen oh seven Giants. Like I said, it's all because of that long history. Didn't happen anytime soon. Right. Recently. There you go. Man, I'm like five and one now or something. Yeah. I gotta come up with some fucking <laughs> bullshit. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do some NBA. Nah, w, I'm, I'm gonna do lucky. WNBA trivia next I need week. To buy next a lottery time. ticket or something. Yeah. All right. Moving on to church. Thoughts and prayers to Chris Smith, Cleveland Browns, former defensive end who passed away at the young age of 31. He pl- I mean, he played for the Browns. He was, he was in the XFL this season. Um, his his agent, Drew, agent Drew Rosenhaus did not release any like cause of death. We just know that it was reported. Well, the XFL really is like pro wrestling then. So yeah. like these guys die at a young age and no one really knows what happens. Like their heart stops or something. Well, weird. T's and P's. T's and P's to Chris Smith and his family. Uh, more thoughts and prayers to Kyle Farmer. Yeah. He was hit in the face with a pitch two weeks ago. Um, but he's, uh, you know, it was two weeks ago. Our last episode was two weeks ago. So first time to really uh, key in on this. Um, he's in fairly good spirits after surgery. Yeah, he, uh, he got hit in the chin, teeth, and lips. And they said it was a miracle that he didn't break his jaw. It was a 92-mile-per-hour fastball to the face. Um, we love Kyle Farmer. Uh, we are Kyle Farmer stands. Yeah, forever. Um, we miss you, dude. We hope you hope you're doing better. Yeah, thinking of you, Kyle Farmer. All right, and thoughts and prayers to Sean Kemp, one of our sponsors. Oh man, he's in trouble. Quote unquote sponsors. He's he was recently arrested. What happened there? So um, last month, Sean Kemp uh, fired a gun at someone in, in a mall parking lot. Over a stolen cell phone. Um, the cell phone in question, interestingly enough, had a text message from Sean Kemp on it to the phone from like his other phone, like um, that was also showing intent to shoot that person. <laughs> he didn't want anyone to see it. <laughs> so the stolen cell phone in question also had a text message from Sean Kemp that was threatening to shoot that person. <laughs> so um, in true Sean Kemp fashion. Uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, <laughs> he's due to be arraigned on Star Wars Day. Nice. So maybe an update on that. Yeah, we will follow up Coming on Coming shortly. And his sponsorship. For our man, Sean Kemp. Former Legend of Sports Ball inductee. Yeah. All right. Moving on to Shampoo. Shampoo. Which is just like quickly becoming my favorite segment. Always. Jacques Caglianone? None? Yeah, Caglianone. I can't think. Yeah, whatever. Shampoo. He is a college baseball player for Florida. Yeah. Um, shampoo to him. He does this hilarious non-celebration after hitting a grand slam in the game because the inning before, his pitcher 
was ejected for celebrating a strikeout by like flexing his arm. Yeah, he is. Yeah, you know, pitchers flex. Yeah, whatever. And it wasn't, you know, he all he did was flex, and he got ejected, and you know, Florida was upset about that. And so in the next inning, he comes up and hits a grand slam, and um, he's rounding third as he's coming through home, and everyone wants to high five him. He just has his arms straight; he doesn't even have his elbows bent. He's just like waddling in with his arms straight, no celebration at all. Very famous non-celebration. He doesn't celebrate until he finally gets in the dugout and starts high fiving his coaches. Yeah. yeah, he goes straight to the dugout, like beeline, just like nope, nope, not celebrating this shit, not going to do it, not allowed to celebrate. He just hit a showing up the umpire big hit a time. Grand slam. <laughs> yeah, that's great. That's how you do it. Show him up with your performance. Shampoo to you, Jacques. Shampoo. Uh, also, shampoo to the Tampa Bay Rays. Shampoo. They started thirteen and zero this year. Thirteen and zero. As a callback to the today's trivia. Yeah, they uh, they had a when they were thirteen and zero at the, at their mark of thirteen and zero, they were at a plus fifty seven run differential on other teams. They had, as a team, hit more home runs than their pitchers had allowed runs. And I just, it's just huge. It's awesome to watch. Um, the first, uh, I guess, first team to do it since the the eighty seven Brewers did it and the eighty two Braves did it. Wow, they've all they've all gone thirteen and out. Incredible. Yeah. Shampoo. All right, shampoo to you, Tampa Bay Rays. Don't forget to subscribe to our weekly podcast and check out our other episodes available on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Apple, Amazon, and more. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Legends of Sportsball. You can also find us on Twitter at L Sportsball. That's at the letter L Sportsball. Make sure to become a member of our Facebook group, The Best and Worst of Sports Twitter, a subsidiary of Trevbook, to join the conversation and revel in sport in real time. Tune in Thursday, May 4th, as we induct Billy the Space as part of our Star Wars special. <laughs> Thank you once again for listening to Legends of Sportsball. May the sports be with you. Always. Jane, she never